Welcome to the Real Life Group's Leadership Podcast, a conversation about creating small groups where people grow in spiritual maturity in relationship. We're focused on you, the small group leader, giving tips and tools to help you lead effectively. My name is Chris Short. I am your host today. I'm one of the pastors here at Real Life, and we get the privilege today of talking about a topic that we know will apply to you, will be super helpful. It's strengthening the marriages in your small groups. And I get to sit with two of my favorite people, <laughs> starting with uh, my wife, Sarah Short, who is on the groups team here at Post Falls Campus, and Bill Krause, our family pastor, who really represents all of our Real Life Ministries campuses. So again, super excited for this conversation. And so I'm going to start with um, just kind of a, a slow pitch question um, to open us up. Let's talk about your marriages, um, and we'll start with you, Sarah. Tell us about your spouse and how great he is. Oh yeah, he's just oh. amazing. So it's hard when you're just sitting right this across from me. Great so for me. <laughs> no, uh, my spouse is actually amazing. So we've been married for 17 years. Is that right? True. That is true. Right. Yes. I messed we, it up the other day, but you that did. is right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, yeah, 17 years. We have four daughters, um, and. I don't know. What's something, a fun fact about you? You do have OCD. So you like things to be clean and in a particular way. But I think what a a cool fact is for us, though, about talking about strengthening marriages is that Bill and Jill, his wife, actually mentored us um, and just really poured into our beginning stages, especially um, as we be in dating, premarital, marriage, and even into parenting. And so we are just super... Yep. blessed by them. So Absolutely. Ooh, Huge piece for us personally, yes. just having, having you guys back. Yeah. So Bill, tell us about, your wife must be pretty amazing. I mean, for you to be who you are. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's very I'm true. A, I'm a nod Tell us about her. <laughs> uh, we've been married almost 31 years. We have four kids. They're all uh, adults now, um, starting their careers and finishing mm-hmm. colleges and all those kind of things. Um, I don't know. Uh, 30 years ago, when I decided to ask my wife to marry me, we were on a date night on a boat out in the middle of the Columbia River. And uh, we were talking. Of course, the boat broke down, but that was fine. We were floating. (laughs) And uh, I was talking to her about this very passion. I mean, it hadn't developed back then, but I was in youth ministry then and about if parents could get involved and if marriages could be strong, stuff like that. And she looked at me and she says, you know, I think you could do anything you want to do. And when she said that, uh, I was like, I ought to marry her. Now, living up to that, haven't haven't lived up to that, but uh, she has been supportive through the whole thing. She mm-hmm. is she is absolutely the most amazing uh, wife, mother, mm-hmm. parent, friend. Yep, Jill's pretty awesome. She oh. is amazing. I agree. Well, talking about marriages, and again, yeah. in this podcast, talking about um, small group leaders, we want to kind of bridge there for a second. So maybe for a second, tell us mm. the impact of small groups in each of your marriages personally before we kind of dive into our small group leaders and how we help them maybe start with you yeah i think for myself we started right in in small groups really early on in our marriage and i think what was most helpful for me is um it was this community of even other women who were pointing me back to jesus and so i was just always so grateful because i feel Mm. like in the midst of good and hard but especially hard seasons that we've been through it was never like it was never like a gaggle of women who all ginged up on Chris. It was like, hey, I'm really struggling or we've been struggling with this issue. But these women would be like, okay, but what's your part? Mm. Like, how mm. can you help the situation be better? And it was constantly pointing me back to Jesus rather than like, oh, yeah, he's a big jerk. Let's gang up on him. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a safe place for me to land where I could be honest and transparent about what was going on, but also 
was full of love and grace in those mm. moments. And yeah, I so I know that was good. super helpful love for it. me. Love that's it. Good. So. How about you, Bill? Well, I, the number one thing that small groups have done for Jill and my marriage is, and for most of our, our ministry life, we've led and hosted, you know. Yeah. If you're not serving in ministry, you're not growing as a disciple. But when you can serve alongside with your wife or with your husband, that growth takes on a, a bit of a different dynamic that I really relish and uh, and enjoy. And it's not just because we kind of yeah. know each other's stuff, you know, and so we can work together well. Or Jill yeah. and I have been blessed to work stuff out, mostly because of her patience, to work together well. <laughs> but in, in, in our marriage, we have mm-hmm. grown through small groups simply by leading and hosting. Yeah. Now, uh, Sarah brought up a good point, though. Mm-hmm. We, we've always, uh, yeah. probably our own mistake, we've always kind of ended up in the leadership role. Mm-hmm. So finding those couples that would pour into us, we had to go the extra mile. Yeah. But a lot of times those were connections from the small groups mm-hmm. that we could find those extra yeah. mile mentors. And, of course, I'm old enough now. Most of my mentors are with Jesus. So, <laughs> so I'm, kinda, I'm, on, I'm on the floor right now and I'm looking at the bench. So it's good. It. That's so good. And one of the things you talked about I love that even is part of our story is going back years ago when we got to serve in children's ministry Ugh. with you. So That's fun. how me and Sarah really got to know each other in serving. Yeah. And to me, that was just a, a crucial part of our relationship because yeah. we, we knew from the very beginning that our, our relationship was going to be yeah. about serving the world together. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's just, it's shaped our marriage from the very beginning. That's and great. so to me, I totally agree with that piece that we get yeah. to see that in a small group. That's one way that we, especially small group leaders that we're talking to, yeah. it really yeah. is a Well, and a people that are listening, group. I don't, I don't mean give the impression though that, you know, cause some couples, they serve better in different areas and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong yep. with that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. But I'm, you asked about me personally, I, I wouldn't trade that for yeah. anything. I mean, small yeah. group's great and discipleship's been good and the study's all great, but man, the, the dynamic that yeah. we, uh, got to experience yeah it was great yeah and that's the real piece of this crossover between a small group where we're living life together Mm -hmm. and our marriages they're just natural we're going to see these so as we kind of dive into our topic here's the first question i want to kind of engage with is how does a small group strengthen marriages of the people who are in them just this fundamental question that we Mm -hmm. want to kind of open up the conversation with yeah i think that really the point of groups is to be growing in spiritual maturity in relationship. That's the entire point. And yep. so for our marriages, like you said, they're putting us around other people um, and we kind of get to live life together. We say that a lot. Um, and and it's this great opportunity. We get to see like, man, who's growing? How are they growing? How can we help them take their next yep. step? I do think we run into a problem though, a little bit of if they, they have to, they have to also be transparent and open. They have to do their part. And so I know that sometimes it's hard, I think, as a leader, because we've led and hosted in several different capacities of like, there is some mining out that has to happen sometimes, um, because some people are lots more open and transparent, whereas others aren't. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I think that's true. And I I, want to piggyback off what you said too, Sarah, is um, usually in our, our workplace or whatever, we don't run into a lot of environments that, especially now, um, although it's been this way throughout Mm -hmm. history, we don't run into a lot of environments that are actually supportive or investing in the biblical values of marriage. So small group, it's like, man, where are you going to go? I mean, some of us, even our own families Mm -hmm. are not believers and they're not, they're, you know, they're not necessarily pro-marriage, certainly not biblical design Mm -hmm. marriage. And small group is the environment for that. That's just uh, essential, Mm -hmm. I think. That's super good. Yeah. Uh, It does remind me of a, 
a story a long time ago. I, mean, I think this is kind of the genesis of this podcast, at least for you inviting me into it, though, is uh, uh, this is many, 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 many years ago. But uh, a guy who, a friend of mine who was a leader in the church uh, yeah. back in southern Idaho, and uh, he had been in a men's group that every Monday morning they got together for coffee around mm-hmm. 11 o'clock and they would share a devotion or read out a daily bread and they'd pray and then they'd kind of pray and they'd kind of talk about city politics or whatever, you know. And they'd been meeting for years and years and years and years. And uh, so one of the fellas, uh, his name was Marv, came to me and he said, mm. um, the wildest thing happened. I said, well, what's that? And he said, well, uh, so-and-so uh, announced at our men's group this morning that uh, he's getting divorced. And, I mean, he was, like, stunned. Mm. Yeah. He, he goes, we've been meeting together for, like, 10 years, same coffee shop, mm. all this stuff. Uh, and he then he says to me, he says, uh, I didn't even know they were having problems. And I go, wow, I mean, I'm, I'm, I was like 20-something. I don't know. But this one statement that he made it will always haunt me. And mm-hmm. he said, so we've been meeting together for 10 years. And he goes, Bill, what have we been doing then? Yeah. Meaning, you know, yeah. if I didn't even know he was having problems in yeah, his marriage. exactly. We're praying and reading the Word together. What, what in the world have we been doing? Yeah. And, uh, boy, that, that ought not be, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's convicting, and I think that's a great reminder even for our groups is to go back to why we do what we do mm-hmm. and how we can positively affect the marriages. And, and what's our part? And that's, the, I think, the tension that we, we yeah. face in this discussion is small group leaders, you know, we're pouring our lives out, mm-hmm. and that's what we're, we're called to do is do our part. Yeah. Um, certainly people have to do their part, yeah. and we know God's faithful to his part. But that is a tension. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's really good. And that's what makes groups so great is that they have the ability to to dive into some of these, the great things and the hard things, if people will allow them to do it. Yeah. So, so I was thinking about um, in this whole conversation, just in in our experience and small groups and marriage ministry, it seems mm-hmm. like there's kind of two different categories of how we can help mm-hmm. marriages, and it's it's really the way we engage with a a group, mm-hmm. and there's a part that we can do ahead of time. There's a part that we can do kind of after something's happened. Mm-hmm. We could call it. Uh, proactive. Yeah. What can we do as leaders proactively? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then certainly things are going to happen that we can never expect because people are good hiders. You know they can mm-hmm. they can right. stuff and they can they can keep things below the surface for a long time. And so what do we do in reaction mm-hmm. yeah. when something has come out? So that that's what I was thinking about kind of engaging with first. How do we be proactive mm-hmm. as small group leaders? What would we yeah. give as some encouragement to our leaders to be able to build a culture where they can have yeah. healthy uh, marriages within their small group? Yeah, I think that's well that's the whole that's the whole goal, right? And so I think the biggest piece of advice that I would give from my own personal experience that I would even give to the leaders that I coach would be this idea of intentionality. You yeah. have to be constantly intentional of yeah. what are you going to study and why are you going to study it? Like God, I feel like God literally puts people in authority in certain areas. So if you are leading a group, God's giving you that group for a reason. And so be intentional. What are you studying? Have breakout times with men and women so that those conversations can go even a little deeper. Um, And to be honest, a lot of the information that you're going to get on marriages is going to be even outside of the group, not just inside of the group. And I think as the leader too, at least for me, I know I'm super extroverted. I married a very introverted man, which which I feel bad sometimes. Mm. And it's so, a good but mix. it's like a good mix. And so, yep. um, but I grew up in a home. I grew up in a, a yelling home. Um, it yelled, and we were kind of secretive. And so, yep. those are some different things yeah. that I didn't want in my marriage. And so, Chris and I have worked really hard at communication, and not we are by far not perfect at it. 
But it's kind of an ongoing joke in wow. our household of or in our small group of like if Chris and I are in the middle of an argument even ten minutes before Yep. Life group and people because they just come into our home. No one knocks. Right. Everyone just enters in. Right. We will continue to resolve the argument like yep. until it is done. Like we're not embarrassed. I'll for do people. my part. Yeah, I'll, we're not I'll embarrassed. Yeah, I will complete my part, yeah, complete my part in this. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> but we're, I'm not great, like Sarah. I don't want anyone yeah. to feel anyone in my group to yeah. think that like oh Chris and Sarah are the leaders so they're above arguing. Now there's an appropriateness that needs to happen, but like yeah. I want people to see our great successes and even our big failures sometimes because then I'm modeling that intentionality of like man this yeah. is how we walk this out so it's not even just about having all the answers I think as a leader it's modeling my weaknesses sometimes yeah, and good. so the transparency, the so transparency piece because yeah. then they actually open up yeah. then they're actually willing to open up and be like oh That's man great. how do you do that when this happens yeah. and how it's not all perfect. Exactly. And we have to continue to work at it. Yep. And here's the things that we have to do consistently. Yes. Um, this isn't just a place that we show up and, and learn and go home. Exactly. It's an experience that we're sharing God's word. Yes. God's word's convicting us. Yep. And people are helping us with that journey. Exactly. And together. Yeah. That's really good. Bill, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, um, the intentionality thing is just off the chart, whether it's proactive or reactive. Mm-hmm. But how do you do? I mean, I know that our small group leaders are not necessarily, they're not marriage counselors. Uh, the the uh, the discipleship ministry here at Real Life is not asking those who facilitate small group to be experts in marriage, yeah. you know, the answer man. Yep. At the same time, we are asking that you not just default to, well, go find something on YouTube. I hope you find something, yeah. you know, because that could be trouble. Yep. Um, so uh, that intentionality part is, uh, uh, like Sarah had already said, that you are intentionally creating that relational environment yep. where spiritual growth can yep. happen. Because the Holy Spirit's your partner. Yep. And if you'll do your part, get, just work hard at, you know, like mm-hmm. when you guys are allowing a disagreement to maybe yeah. bleed over just a little bit, not inappropriately. Yep. Uh, well, that's re- that speaks relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's your job. Build yeah. relational environments where people can feel free to yeah. grow and and can learn and can and uh, can follow uh, your example, your lead. Um, I, I think another thing, though, that I would say for home group leaders again, because we're discipling the whole person, marriage and all. Yeah. Uh, but the responsibility is shared and shouldered by the Holy Spirit, by God Himself. Yeah. So don't start thinking that it's all on you. Mm-hmm. And remember this. Um, I I don't think it's healthy, and, and some people might agree with this, though, that you now take this podcast and say, oh, my, here's another thing that I've got to yeah. do. I've got to yeah. figure out how to find out how everybody's marriage is, too, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because people are good at hiding. Yeah. And, and some people aren't good at hiding. I get that. <laughs> but people are good at hiding. And uh, you can take a lot of the guesswork out of it if you ju- just open up to some simple things in the relational environment. And, and one of them is... Uh, um, remembering that the spiritual health of an individual is not the sum total of his or her marriage. Yep. There, there are some people who are married to people who are unbelievers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so there, there's a whole set of uh, yep. uh, struggles there. Yep. That that doesn't mean this person mm-hmm. isn't growing as a Christian or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And there's people who've been Christians for a long time, and maybe the spouse is less yeah. interested in spiritual things because of who knows childhood or yeah. busyness yeah. or stress at work or whatever. And so just be real careful to treat people as individuals yeah. in the context of their marriage. Yeah. That's a great reminder, and not just uh, throw the marriage. The, the other thing I would say to you though is, um, 
I think those breakouts mm -hmm. that most of the groups practice for men and women, uh, however frequently, yep. for their yep. prayer time, that is a ripe, again, in, intentional environment that you yeah. can create where these kind of things can be discussed. Mm -hmm. These kind of things can be prayed for. And, uh, you know, we, and we have some ideas. We're working with the uh, groups team right now to mm -hmm. develop a tool mm. uh, for those breakouts with some guided questions, kind of yeah. your regular questions yeah. that people yeah. could, uh, and we're hoping to, in January, have that. Yeah that ready. And mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Well, and that kind of hits that piece of there are a lot of resources we can proactively lead, take advantage of, like Sarah said, a leader knowing their group mm -hmm. and saying, this is what I want to lead my group through in this yeah. time and season. So let's flip it a little bit. Let's mm -hmm. talk about the uh, really inevitable over years. You're going to have situations mm -hmm. where things you didn't know of that came up. How do we respond as group leaders? Um, what, what advice would you give the men and women in the different roles? Because we know that um, often the women are a part of some mm -hmm. of those those conflicts. They'll actually be the first people to hear yeah. often the challenges. What do we do when we have to have a reactive situation? Yeah, for sure. And the reactive situations are always the hard, at least for me. I'm a two on the Enneagram, so I go into like, <laughs> I'm here to help. Like, yeah. I want to do all the things. And, and it's not my job to pick up mm -hmm. someone's suitcase. We use that example a lot. Like someone wants to hand you their baggage as a leader. That's not mm -hmm. my job. It's not yeah. your guys' job as leaders. And so that's why the group team exists. That's why e actually each group has a group's pastor and a women's discipleship leader over yeah. them. And that's what we're here for is to help some of those things to guide you and walk alongside of those reactive conversations. Um, because when you're looking at a group, you want the leaders to be solidified, whether that's a married couple. Some groups do might have a different, like a breakout leader, a different female breakout leader. Yeah. Um, that's working with the wife as well or an apprentice, but you want everyone working in that same direction, having great communication because yeah. reaction, when you're reacting to something, it, yep. it's usually chaos. And I think it's just important that the leaders are on the same page. It's, it's, Sarah, I don't, I don't know about you, but I, <laughs> even after all these years, uh, my initial reaction is almost always wrong. Yes, <laughs> just reacting because oh, yeah. I'm like I'm weird, you this know, is what whatever. we should do and that's why I'm married to a woman who says, uh, chill <laughs> has out the, has the Holy boy, Spirit to help you yeah. the Holy Spirit's still here so it it actually the Holy Spirit doesn't need your help exactly though, so you? yeah, well yeah. and I will say this too from a female perspective because I can I want to jump in and help and similar boat of like I'm like my reaction's not always right or what I do as women so I'll encourage the women like that are leading of like I want to tell Chris what to do in the situation sure, of like, sure. I actually think you should let me even write out the text mm. that I think you should send the husband to get his yeah, butt into right. gear. Yeah. And there's a level of trust that I need to have that like in yeah. his leadership, like he's going to do the right thing. Yeah. And even if Chris blows it as a leader, like then he gets to grow in that situation. Like, and so I know a lot of times, sometimes, especially the wife can be like, it's happened to us. Like the wife will be like, Oh, well you have Chris text. Yeah. my husband and maybe yeah. nudge him in this yeah, direction. Yeah. And I've had yeah. to learn over the course of whatever, 17 years of ministry of being like, no, mm -hmm. he won't text him that. Like I'll bring it up to Chris and he will do what he needs to do with that information. Yeah. I trust yeah. your leadership yeah. in that. And it's, it's whenever there's reaction, everyone, the, and it happens on both sides, the men and the women, they're sir, trying I, to I mean, fix you, it. You hit it right on the head though. Yeah. You hit it right on the head though, because <laughs> If you pause in that moment, it's yes. the opportunity to teach someone, you know, God's here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rely yeah. on Jesus. Yep. Circumstances are going to unfold. Let's prayerfully move forward. Let's not be silly. Exactly. But if we jump right in, now they're relying on you, yep. And, yep. and they need to move 
through right. childhood into young adulthood. Exactly. And, and you, you can only do that if you have a dynamic walk with that's Jesus. Right. And that's he's, coaching. Is he's going to show yeah. up, man. He shows. He, there's nobody more pro-marriage in exactly. your group yes. than and, Jesus Christ. Yep. And that's great. <laughs> and that. growing pains are good. Like yeah. growing means you're growing. And so yeah. sometimes difficulty, difficult things in our group is okay, even though it's, yeah. even as a leaders, we've all been leaders, it's tiring and exhausting. And there have been years that have been harder than others. But for me, there's nothing more fulfilling sometimes on a reactive couple that's maybe struggling in their marriage who is actually kind of waded through the waters through and come out on the other side so much stronger. And then they actually a lot of times get the opportunity then yeah, to, to walk alongside to maybe somebody, somebody else. else. And yeah, so, that's what Corinthians says. Comforted with the comfort we've been comforted with. Yep. Well, let's kind of go towards um, resources and and things that we have that, that could help our small group leaders, whether it be a men's mm-hmm. group, women's group, or a life group. Um, yeah. what, what are some things that we could point them to, Bill? What are your thoughts on kind of resources? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, a couple things is, of course, I think Sarah's kind of hit on the biggest resource is the teams that are in place have been designed, mm-hmm. trained, and are held accountable to support you. That's a big resource. But the other one that I, I'm going to kind of jump into, I might be jumping ahead a little mm-hmm. bit. You can, it's you great. can back me up here. Uh, we are just laughing about there's nobody more pro-marriage than the Holy Spirit. Huge resource. Mm-hmm. Familiarize yourself with the definitive text, those go-to texts yes. in Scripture that are about marriage. Yep. And do that intentionally, proactively. Yes. That, that's a way to prepare yourself for any kind of conversation yeah. about marriage. Yeah. Because it's, and you that goes a thousand different directions, but it's like, you know, nothing more, pro, nobody mm-hmm. more pro than Jesus. Mm. Malachi says, God says, I sealed you with a portion of my yeah. spirit. So there's yeah. three people at the altar, not one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, there's a lot of discussion that yep. can come out of that. Just being able to crack the Bible and say, let's go to Ephesians chapter 5 yep. and read through this. Is there any application? So I, I would say, first off, uh, equip yourself with the Word of God. You don't have to be a theologian or a mm-hmm. MDiv graduate student. Yep. You can find those definitive passages, and I think we're going to have a list of those mm-hmm. uh, accompanying mm-hmm. this podcast, so you can look those up and study them and familiarize yourself yeah. with them, the ones that you would go to on marriage. That's really you know, cool. more than just... Uh, God so loved the world, he did. Exactly. He gave his only son. That's good, you know, and that has applies yep. to But there's passages because yeah. marriage is discipleship. Love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's great. That's really good. Sarah, thoughts? Yeah, I think, too, just, again, it comes back down to our group's team is here for our leaders. And so we have things. Um, we have Built to Last that has premarital curriculum and even small group curriculum. We have Right Now Media that has tons of marriage studies on there. We even have curriculum here at the church that we've vetted and mm-hmm. gone through. And so reach, I think, reach out to those, like reach out to your group's team um, for just guidance on what your group might need next. And I would just encourage our groups, like we have coaching, like some of us are coached by maybe a group's pastor. We also have volunteer coaching. We do all kinds of different trainings and huddles. I think sometimes our leaders can miss out on mm. like rubbing shoulders with other leaders, being in the room with yep. people who are doing the same thing as you. And so, I mean, I'm always encouraging my own leaders, like, I know you're busy, but make Yep. Make time, make it a priority oh. to sit in the room with like-minded people who are running the same race and the same goal mm. so that they can be encouraging you. Yeah. That's like, yeah. as leaders, I feel like it's easy for Satan yeah. to come and attack us so much simpler. Our families, our own marriages, our you're kids. Yeah. And if you're isolated leader by yourself, like yeah. it can feel discouraging. But there's something that's always kind of encouraged me, even if my group is in a harder season, yeah. like to hear somebody else's group, like, 
thriving, like, okay, that's a good thing. Maybe I'll pick their brain. Yeah, like, that's great. And so th- these things are available. And it doesn't take, it doesn't really, I mean, I know, you know, website, everybody's trying to always find stuff on people's website. Yeah. But it doesn't take, just proactively find where the classes are publicized mm-hmm. yep. on the website. There's marriage classes being offered regularly yep. here. Yep. And that's one that you could refer people out. They don't even have to leave your group. They could attend this mm-hmm. class on Thursday or Sunday as well. And then, of course, we are continuing to grow our army of marriage mentors yep. that their whole purpose is to come yep. alongside the groups that's great. so that a person can take a break and go meet with somebody. It'd be nice yep. if we could embed a, embed a marriage mentor in every yeah. uh, home group, and maybe we will eventually someday. Yeah. Um, you know, but but gather those resources yeah. ahead of time, and that'll help you too. As you gather resources, you might uh, uh, discover some things that um, that you yourself can benefit from. It's like, wow, well, that's I, yeah. this helped us. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of a thing. Well, I was just going to actually even say that of all of our marriages are important, but I want my leader's marriage to be the healthiest. And so, mm. it's okay that sometimes Chris and I's marriage is struggling. That mm. doesn't make us weak. That makes us human. Yeah. And so, if your marriage as a leader is is struggling, be in the proactive category. That would be my encouragement of take time to invest in your your own marriage, date each other, spend intentional time knowing each other, because you're only going to lead as healthy as you actually are. Like you're only going to lead other marriages. And we can give and serve exactly. to the point of exhausting ourselves, yep. and then we're not replenishing and, and being exactly even practicing what we're preaching, what we're, yep. we're living right. out, what right. we care about. Yep. Right. But those, all these resources are here for our leaders as well. So I never right. ever want a leader to be like, oh. I'm not going to be able to lead if my marriage is struggling. Yeah. Uh, yes, you are. We're just going to make sure a marriage mentor is right alongside of you, yeah. encouraging you and pointing you back to Jesus. Yeah. Well, uh, any closing thoughts as we get ready to wrap up this discussion today? Uh, well, I like this closing thought. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> is it your own thought? Of all the no, it's from the Bible. Oh, That's why I like it. My, I like my, it. my thoughts are a little sketchy sometimes. I don't know. I have to think about it. run by my wife. Uh, I was just meeting with one of our marriage mentors. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, he's the guy who runs the uh, premarital. Yeah. Just had lunch with him before this po- podcast, and uh, we were just talking about uh, the Lord. God could have picked any model to communicate to us. He could have picked. Uh, business with a CEO and a board of directors. He could have picked a sports team with yeah. a quarterback and, you know, the players. He could have picked, uh, you know, what anything. Yeah. He, but but he chose marriage. Well, hmm. people get that, I think, backwards. He didn't choose marriage. Mm-hmm. Marriage actually is an outpouring of God's yeah. character. It's not yeah. like he said, oh, I better find something here that mm. would, that, oh yeah, I'll <laughs> pick marriage. I mean, that's not where God operates. No. So no. when he created Adam and Eve and brought them together in that union, the primary intention was so that people could see within that relationship, mm-hmm. tangibly, the love that he has for his covenant yeah. people. That's what marriage was designed for. That, no wonder Satan's after it. Because yeah. if, if he can make marriages look like a battle zone, people how people are going to understand yeah. the love of God. But yeah. when he yeah. sees a husband and a wife who cooperate together yeah. and love each other, and then they say, well, this is how God, God led us to yep. this, but this is how mm-hmm. God feels about his covenant that. people, his church. I love that. Uh, that's money, man. Yeah. That's money. That's the picture of the gospel that we get to portray yeah. through our marriages. Yeah. People get to see mm-hmm. God's work. Uh, be a living mm-hmm. gospel. Yeah. yeah. So. That's so good. Yeah. But the thing, but, but I still got to say here, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but marriage is hard. It is hard, yeah. yeah. It struggles. Don't don't create an atmosphere in your group yeah. where everybody's like, because then you're going to end up with a 10-year group and the guy gets divorced yeah. and you didn't even know what you were yeah. doing. Exactly. 
marriage is it's okay to struggle. That's mm-hmm. part of life. Yeah. It's not who can have the best marriage. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Good. Well, I want to say thank you, both of you. This has been just super helpful, I think, in this discussion. And I know for our, our group leaders, this will be just some great follow-ups yeah. that we'll be able to have. Um, I want to point you to a couple resources that we have available. Um, our website, realliferesources.org, which is tied in with reallifeministries.com, has all of these different resources we mentioned today. And uh, you'll be able to see show notes and some of the links and different things we talked about. Um, again, be watching for some of the stuff that Bill and Sarah talked about from this episode, uh, upcoming classes, mentors, trainings that we have. Well, Chris, um, I forgot yep. to mention the groups team is working right now That's on great. another tool to help in the mm-hmm. breakout sessions, yep. to have discussions that are more intentional about yep. checking on marriage. And that, I think, is a huge takeaway of just, I think, what we're trying to do as a church related to marriage is help resource our small group leaders, because mm-hmm. you guys are on the front lines. Marriage ministry happens every day in our small groups. Yep. I want to say thank you to both of you guys for joining us uh, and this podcast. I know it's been super helpful for me in this discussion, and I know it will be helpful for the small group leader. I want to remind you of a few of the resources we mentioned today that are going to be available on our website, Real Life Resources. Org. A huge help to us would be if you would like and subscribe to this podcast on whatever you're listening or watching from so that we can create more content that gets to more people. Again, thank you for all that you do impacting our community, making disciples in relational environments, and we'll see you next time. We are grateful for the investment you make each week as you reach the world for Jesus one person at a time and make biblical disciples in relational environments. For notes from this show and other great resources to help you grow, visit realliferesources.org.